Welcome to the ElectionWise podcast. I'm Molly Bloom. And I'm Curtis Gilbert. Each week we dig up answers to your questions about the election, the candidates, or the issues. And this week, Nick Raleigh of Minneapolis wants to know about our two-party system. After working on a number of third-party campaigns for office, I uh, found that many voters are kind of shocked that there's an additional option. And I'm kind of curious about the history of how it evolved to become a two-party system. And has it always been this way? And the short answer is... Yes. For the most part, we've always had a two-party system. That's Jeff Grinovisky. He's a political scientist from the University of Chicago. But interestingly, the Founding Fathers did not intend for it to turn out this way. Oh, James Madison. The greater number of citizens, an extent of territory which may be brought within the compass of Republican government. And it is this circumstance principally which renders factious combinations less to be dreaded. And furthermore... Um, can you say that in a way that, like, we'll be able to understand? Well, let's see. Like... You know, our country is way big and way diverse, so no way will we American dudes be able to agree on stuff. And no way will we be able to form big national parties. Thank you, Mr. President. Word to your mother. But this didn't last long. When the Founding Fathers realized that it was difficult to get their legislation passed, they built coalitions around their policies. Alexander Hamilton formed the Federalist Party. And Thomas Jefferson and James Madison formed the Democratic-Republican Party in opposition. So they decided parties weren't so bad after all. And over time, these two parties evolved. Cycling through different names and platforms. But we've still ended up with two dominant parties. And this is primarily due to the way we determine winners. In our system, it's one district, one representative. Winner take all. If a candidate gets the most votes, he or she is the winner. And the Losers Party gets no representation in that district. So there's the spoiler effect. People are afraid to vote for third-party candidates because they're worried they'll be helping the candidate they like the least. That's not to say third parties have played no role in our country's history. There were the Anti-Masons. And the Free Soil Party. The Know-Nothing Party. The Reform Party. They've all had significant support over time. And although they've never managed to elect a president, they have influenced the platforms of the major parties. Whatever issue they cared about, major parties adopted their position. For instance, the anti-immigration stance of the Know Nothing Party was adopted by the Republicans. As were the anti-slavery views of the Free Soil Party. And the Democrats took up many of the Populist Party's causes. And sometimes, candidates from third parties do defy the odds and win. In fact, Minnesota is a state with a strong third party. That was brought to the nation's attention in 1998 when we elected Governor Jesse Ventura. Now it's 1998, and the American dream lives on in Minnesota because we shocked the world! Have you heard my Jesse Ventura impression? Yes, many times. Hey, I'm the one who does the voices around here. But what would it take for... I heard you're looking for someone to be Jesse. Uh, no thanks, Tom Weber. We're good. Well, if you need me, I'm around. Is there anyone in this newsroom who doesn't have a Jesse Ventura impression? As I was saying, what would it take for more third-party candidates like Governor Ventura to win? One idea for reform is the idea of instant runoff voting. That would allow a voter to rank candidates in order of preference. So if your first-choice candidate loses, your vote goes to your second choice. And so forth. But Professor Grinovisky is skeptical about the chance of any reform taking place. The people who have to adopt the reforms are members of the two major parties. It's not in their interest to change the way we hold elections because they're the beneficiaries of it. But while other countries have systems that allow for more parties, our system allows for diversity within the two parties. In the United States, there's a much more of an independent streak among our elected officials, and they're free to vote however they want in government. 
This has been the Election Wise Podcast. I knew you had a Ventura impression in you. You won't be hearing it again. If you have a question about the election, the candidates, or the issues, send it to us on our website. That's minnesotapublicradio.org. Just go to the programs menu and click Election Wise. It's a lot of fun to do. Okay, Tom, come here. You can also phone in your question. The number is 651-228-4844. Many thanks to our editor and founding father, Mike Mulcahy. For Minnesota Public Radio News, I'm Molly Bloom. And I'm Curtis Gilbert. Is that good? Word to your mother.